Welcome to the Highlight Positive Podcast. I'm Deanne Goodman. I believe there is too much negativity in the media. In fact, I used to be one of those reporters chasing those stories. Now I'm on a mission to highlight the good and spread positivity. Inspiration is contagious. So let's hear from some of the most inspiring people who do amazing things and learn how we too can positively impact the world around us. Hey, thanks for joining me on the second episode. I'm so glad you're here. I'm Deanne Goodman, and I can't wait for you guys to get to know our next guest. It's my husband, Jared Gustafson. You are going to absolutely love him. But I also want to tell you that you might be thinking right now, didn't she just say her name was Deanne Goodman, but her husband's name is Jared Gustafson? You're right. I'm actually Deanne Gustafson. Goodman is my maiden name, and I have just kept it as a journalist because I've used it for all these years, and it has the word good in it. You know, and I love doing positive stories, so I figured it just fits to keep Deanne Goodman plus Gustafson is really hard to pronounce. We've been married four years and I still have trouble saying Gustafson. So there we go. You'll be meeting Jared Gustafson, my husband, and he... What? Jeez, what do I say about Jared as an introduction? I guess the first thing I can say is you might want to slap him at some points during this interview because he is so positive and inspiring But he doesn't even see it that way. He just sees it as his norm. So what I want you guys to know is that we're going to pick his brain and find out how he is positive 98% of the freaking time because he really is. Jared and I met in 2013 through a mutual friend. We're celebrating four years of marriage in our very first year as parents to a beautiful baby girl. Whenever I describe Jared to people, I just say he's the really tall guy. He's 6'5". And he's the nicest person you will ever meet. Jared has a zest for life and the biggest sense of adventure. He loves the outdoors, absolutely loves it. It calms him, it grounds him. And on top of everything, he's also an endurance athlete and the CEO of a company. So let's get right into it. Welcome, Jared. How you doing? Great. Thanks for having me. You are so welcome. Thanks for being part of the Highlight Positive Podcast. So do you remember how you reacted when I first asked you to be a guest on my podcast? I do. I actually was thinking that uh, maybe it wasn't such a good idea just because what do I have to offer anybody on highlighting their life? I haven't uh, done anything, you know, remarkable that I would think in my side. You are so humble. So very humble. And that is exactly your reaction was, well, I don't have a story. Mm-hmm. But you live genuinely positively and happy. And I think that that is so inspiring. And maybe you don't even see it. I think you're kind of like a unicorn or what I always say is a Buddha on a hill. Like you don't even need to try to be positive. You just are positive. So maybe you don't even know you do it. You just live that lifestyle. So we are going to pick your brain and find out how we also can live like that. Sounds great. I'm ready. All right. So how are you so happy and positive all the time? Well, I think a lot of it has to do with my upbringing. I was surrounded by two parents who are very positive people, still positive to this day. 
And, you know, I think a lot of it was I came to the realization early on that I'd much rather have a positive look on things because there's so many opportunities to have negativity and I'd rather be smiling than frowning. And how did you make it your mission that you wanted to show people that they could find the positive in all situations? I don't, I I wouldn't know the exact moment that I chose to do that. Um, I'd say one of the things that did was just seeing other people's reactions of, oh, you know, doom and gloom or always down on themselves, you know, this thing happened to me and, you know, they're going to be sad about it. But, you know, look at the, you're just one small cog in this huge world wheel of, you know, seven plus billion people. Uh, So your problems are minuscule to, to really the grand scheme of the world. So there's so many awesome things that the world has to offer. Why be sad about a couple of them? Yeah, and one thing I think you're really good at, like you said, is trying to show people that you can find the positive in situations, and you actually have the ability to pull people out of the negative and bring them into the positive. So one situation that comes to mind was our flight back from Hawaii. Do you remember what happened on that flight? Oh, of course I remembered on this flight. So, <laughs> okay, so tell them the story. Yeah, so uh, you know, a f- friend of ours was a pilot for United, uh, and he was going to be aging out. So he had a lot of frequent flyer miles and took Deanna and I to Hawaii as a little trip, and he was the pilot. And then he let us know that, you know, some of these legs... Oh, and also, let me interrupt you real quick. Jared is such a giving person, and you have such good karma, that we constantly, not constantly, we sometimes get free trips. And I really think it's because of your karma, and you give so much that it comes back to you. I don't even know if you look at it that way, but yeah. Okay, so go back to the story. Okay. So he sent us to Hawaii. Yep. So he he flew us to Hawaii on the United Airlines uh, while he was the pilot. And then he let us know that some of these flights are just turnarounds. So they pilots fly in, the crew stays on board, and they turn around and come right back. So it's a pretty from long LAX. day. Yeah, from yep. Los Angeles. Yep. So when we got on the flight, you know, the the crew were, you know, they were pleasant to getting on. Um, but then they... You could just tell that, you know, there was some little irritation. They just weren't as thrilled, not as not their happy, bubbly self that you would think, you know, flight attendants would be. Um, and the one flight attendant that we had, he was coming by on the drink service. Um, and I had asked for, you know, a couple of drinks. I think it was a water and a cranberry juice. And he gave me the water and cranberry juice and... Well, actually, before you even get get into that part of it, when he came by to do the beverage service the first time, if we said thank you, it was not even acknowledged. Like, they did not want to smile at us. They did not want to, they just didn't want to be there. They were not happy. It was almost like they got really bad news that morning. So the second time they came around, you turned to me and you said, I'm going to do something to change his mood. And I thought, okay, let's let's see what you got going on. And then when he came by and he said, what would you like for a beverage? You said, I'd like a water and a cranberry juice. And I thought, well, that's how you're going to change his mood. You're going to just piss him off, really, by asking for two beverages. So he gave me the two drinks, and I said, I really appreciate you being here and for helping us on this flight. The flight attendant said to the other one, this guy just said he thanks us for, for being here. And then the 
He gave me the can of the the soft drink. Yep, you didn't get a half or cup. The, you got a full juice. can. Yes, and then it, you could just tell he just needed to be appreciated. He needed to hear that. Mm-hmm. I appreciate you and thank you for being here. I know and you had also said I know it's a long day for you. Yeah, but that wasn't the end of it. So then he came back. More snacks, and it seemed like he only brought it exclusively for our row of seats. So it was Deanne was in the window seat. I was in the middle. And then there was another passenger in the aisle, and so he brought he brought all of us um, some extra snacks. And then uh, he came back another time with some other snacks, and then a third time, like with some premium snacks that maybe they were part of the the first class offering. Um, but you know, it was just one of those things that it really brightened his mood, and you could just see that he had a smile on his face when he was working with even the other passengers for the rest of the flight. Yeah. And even at the end of the flight when we were getting off, I I thanked him, you know, for his kindness and generosity there because certainly he didn't need to do that. But, um, you know, he said, you're welcome. You just downplayed that story so much. I mean, he didn't just bring you snacks. He brought you gourmet gummy bears, like organic chips. These weren't even, either they came from first class or they weren't even on the flight. They were like his personal collection that he'd been saving as his personal snacks. The guy, like, genuinely was loading you up like a trick-or-treater on Halloween. So it was awesome. It was really awesome to watch. And it was awesome, not just that you're getting snacks and that I'm benefiting from that. I think Deanne was definitely yeah, enjoying that Yeah, I was probably that enjoying that part. But the awesome part was seeing that you took someone who was having a really bad day and you just flipped it for them. Sure. So that is a gift that you for sure have. One thing that, um, so Jared and I worked together at Kombucha on Tap. We launched our own company. Our company is older than our marriage, so we launched it in 2014. And you are the CEO, but you are also the crisis diffuser on our team. And you barely seem to ever have any stress. And my question to you is, how? How the heck (laughs) do you, first of all, how how do you diffuse a crisis? Well... I mean, you have to go into it, you know, it's not the most enjoyable experience by any means. I I don't enjoy having to do that, but I know that it's a necessary thing to be able to do. So I just kind of go into it saying, okay, you know, let's stick to the facts and take emotion out of it. I think that's one of the big things about how to do this is, you know, especially, especially in business, you know, it's, it's nothing personal, it's business. So let's just stick to what the facts of the situation are. You know, part of it is just being very calm on the phone or even in person, you know, and just maintaining a, a level of voice. If you start raising your voice or, or if they're raising their voice and you match them, then it's, it's really going to just become a competition where if you, may, if you keep control over the situation, just maintain a nice level of voice that's clear, concise, but not raising your voice. So just keep it at a normal audio level then they will sense that even subconsciously and come down to your level so they won't they won't maintain their yelling because they're not seeing that it's not getting a rise out of you that is good advice very good advice so keeping your voice even keel if not even like a little Mm -hmm. lower than theirs you know the other side of it too is on on crisis management you think okay you know this is a small part of what might be happening so i always think about when people are in if they're rudely responding to an email or to a phone call, there's usually something else going on in their life mm-hmm. and they're just projecting it onto you. And 
usually I think, well, they just need a hug and I would like snap them out of it. But one thing that you do that I think I don't do as well with is that when they are, let's say, projecting onto me their stress in their life, I take it personally. I basically like want to cry because I feel like attacked. However, it's not personal. Like you said, it's, it's something else going on in their life for the most part. More positivity to come after this quick break. Shout out to this week's sponsor, Kombucha on Tap. Kombucha on Tap delivers kegs of kombucha and cold brew coffee throughout Southern California. We have kombucha on tap at our house, and let me tell you, it is life-changing. It's naturally bubbly, low sugar and calorie, and contains live probiotics, which are really good for your digestion, immune system, and overall well-being. For those who have it at work, employers report a boost in company culture and less sick days used. If you're in the San Diego area, you can stop by Kombucha on Tap and Vista Monday through Friday to fill up growlers and taste a bunch of different flavors. Kombucha on Tap also gives back to the community through its Kombucha Cares initiative. Find out more at kombuchaontap.net or by following at kombuchaontap on Instagram or Facebook. Now back to the In Happier News podcast. So how do you not let negative energy affect you? I feel like you have like a shield around you. How do you do that? Or do you do that? Do you think negative energy affects you? Uh, sure, 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 sure. You know, there's some situations that, you know, aren't enjoyable and I, I feel it. You know, if I feel a meeting didn't go well or an interaction with an employee didn't go well, you know, I'll, I'll feel that negative side for a little bit. But you know, at the same time, I, I really just go back to the the thought of there's more to life than this one little situation. What I'm saying is like, so here's an example. You and I set up a client one time and this particular client was just being kind of awful. And that's me like super toning it down. And I was like, wow, that client was... And then I used to use an explicit word when we were in private. And you were like, oh, I didn't even notice. Like, you didn't even notice. Because I feel like those vibes just don't penetrate into your system. I guess it just depends on how, if I'm really in front of that person or if it's something that's ancillary, maybe you were closer to them at the time. Okay. Yeah. So you were there. <laughs> but you don't even remember it. I think, I think that might be just, Another one of your gifts is that you don't you don't sense the negative vibes as much as maybe the rest of us do. I don't know, maybe not. I mean, I can sense it, and then I just don't let it bother me. Yeah. So, how, and that's the thing: you don't let it bother you. How do you do that? How well, do you take something and just let it slide off of you? Like, if someone's rude to you, how do you do that? Well, just think of the think of take your take yourself to a positive place in your life. You know, just. Think of, think of this as one little tiny moment in all of your life and think of all the great things that happen to you. Think of all the things that are hap- potentially happening to other people that are far worse than anything you have going on. You know, people in the hospital, you know, people without families, you know, tra- there's, there's lots of tragedies that happen in the world. So there, there's a lot of things for you to be grateful for beyond just that little moment of negative response exactly yeah. i think that's the bigger thing is i can just think of all the different positive things that are going on in the world that and not just going on in the world going on in my world mm-hmm. um, don't let somebody's negative vibes 
yeah. ruin all the good stuff going yeah. on in your world. And, exactly. And also know that if somebody's rude to you, it's it's not the end of the world. There's people, like you said, in hospitals fighting for their lives, and you're annoyed because someone was rude to you. Right. So well, it's, you, know, so, you know, a, a great thing, too, and I, this is a quote that I love, it's, you can't control everything that happens to you, but you can control every response you have to that. So somebody yelling at you, you can't control fully how they react to you, but you can re- control how you respond to that. So any situation, car, you know, here, here's a great, great situation. So, uh, you know, months ago I was involved in a car accident. A woman, you know, wasn't, didn't look and I was coming up and she turned out of her lane and, and hit the side of our car. It was a brand new work van for us. I think it was two weeks old and, you know, we pulled over, got out and I said, you know, hi, how are you? You know, it's unfortunate we met in this way, but, you know, we're not going to let it ruin our day. You know, are you okay? And, you know, got in the car, wrote a report and get it, you know, but that is a situation where anyone could be so ticked off that that happened, mm-hmm. let it ruin their day, you know, caused them late to a meeting or, you know, just did the anything. The deductible I now have to pay, all the things. Right, there's yeah. so many things. But, you know, the, the, think think of the bigger picture. You're okay. Yep. The other person's okay. That's the whole reason you have car insurance is to take care of these things. Yep. And if you respond positively to that person, even though it was an unfortunate situation, they come out of that saying like, you know, maybe that's how I should react yeah, and then the to next these situations. Time, they ever the have so, that. you know, yeah. it's, it's w- without saying, hey, pay this forward, you're kind of paying that forward. The next time if they get in an accident and they're the person that gets hit or, or you know, regardless, whichever way it goes, that hopefully they'll react in that same same way of just being very even, very calm, just stick to the facts, take emotion out of it. And I think that'll be, and maybe that's the, the key for a lot of it is, you know, a lot of my responses in these stressful situations is just, okay, let's stick to the facts. You take the emotions out of it. And uh, I think that. But you come at it with such a positive attitude to walk out of a car after getting hit and being like, hi, how are you? We got this. Like, let's. You know, you probably had a smile on your face, which I don't know if you did. Sure. <laughs> Most uh, of us would be like, you know, your first reaction is like, you know, how dare they? Why are they not paying attention? And you, you live such a positive life. And this is what's, it's almost hard to interview you because you don't see how like inspiring you are. It's just your norm. And that's really cool. So I think that's, well, thanks, that's, <laughs> That's part of it. So you don't even see it as like, oh, yeah, this is like amazing what I do. It's just like, yeah, this is what I do. Like, Well, I'm not looking at it to be amazing uh, towards other people. Yeah, I'm looking at it to be a role model, certainly. Um, you know, I have thought about that because if I'm reacting to things in a positive manner, other people will hopefully have a similar response where they'll see that and they'll be able to emulate it on their own side. It goes back to your mission. It, it does happen. Your it, mission it is happen. to show people that they can choose the right. positive. So through, I think you live that. Yeah, I'm showing it through action. You are, absolutely. Tell me a little bit about the endurance athlete side of your life. Endurance events, something that involves a lot of energy for a long period of time, is something that. I'm really good at and I really thrive on that. And I find it exhilarating to be able to push your body 
to so many different limits. The, the human body is amazing in what it can do. And so those endurance events just allow me to push myself further. And I think that helps me maintain my positive mindset as well because I'm continually pushing my body and I know what I'm capable of and I know, you know what I can achieve through hard work and you know the proper training that goes into that. So I, I think that that's part of it. I think that's a huge part of your success is that you can you know that. Do you think everyone should try to do a race? Do you think everyone should sign up for an endurance event? Yes, I think that everybody should take the opportunity to be able to push themselves beyond what their comfort level is. And that's that's what endurance events are. So whether it's racing, whether it's you know going through a canyon in Zion National Park for 16, 17 hours, you know, there's it's it's these timed events that really help you get a clearer picture on life in my mind. So pushing yourself out of your comfort zone, yeah, but doing it in a safe zone. way, obviously. Yeah. So, you, you know, in anybody, you know, and I say for as a blanket, anybody, um, you know, anybody can do a race one foot in front of the other. Don't have to be the fastest person to start. You don't have to, you know, you can be the last person and you're still better off than those 20 million people that are sitting on the couch right now, you know, yep. as with anything getting started. You know, talk to your doctor, talk to get a coach, you know, talk to other people doing it. You don't want to just go out of the gate blazing and then you burn yourself out real fast. I actually think the last person to finish every race is the most inspiring person mm-hmm. because you know that in their head they thought about giving up and they kept going yeah. and they finished it. Well, I think that's that's the, the mental fortitude that you need for anything in life is just the keep knowledge that going. just keep going. Just don't give up. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. No matter how slow, that's my mantra. When I run, well, I jog. Uh, it's a it's a long J, probably a yog. A yog. Yes. And my mantra is: it doesn't matter how slow you go, just don't stop. Yep. I just tell myself: I mean, I will do a fifteen minute mile shuffle. You could actually walk faster, I think, than I yog, but I don't stop because if I stop, I'm gonna mentally just stop. So it's all about that mind trick of like, just keep going, keep going. Mm. And I think it does help in life. But I think it's also, if you don't sign up for a race right now, go and watch a race and cheer people on. And I think that's inspiring. Yeah, definitely. Because you see people of all shapes and sizes, and they're out there doing it all ages. And you realize, if they can do it, I can do it. Exactly. That's what got me interested in doing some of the bigger endurance events, Um, uh, a half-distance triathlon, for instance, was I went and saw one of, one of the races, and I saw the people entering the race. I said, well, heck, if they can do it, I don't have any excuse of why I can't do this. What do you do to get all your energy? Because, Jared, you have so much energy. You don't sit. Well, you have two modes. You have on and off. <laughs> you are either go, 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 or you, like, sit down, and then all of a sudden you're passed out. I'm asleep. Yeah. But how do you do it? You have more energy, I think, than the, most, than the normal person. Uh, I think it's from the salads that I buy at the grocery store and put together. So, you know, my bags of lettuce, my vet, my uh, chickpeas, black beans, you know, no salad dressing, maybe some salsa, you know, all these salads Jared's come together. favorite meal, a bag of salad. <laughs> 
Yes, bag bag of like a complete salad. You know, no dressing though. How do you balance, or how has it been balancing being a CEO, a husband, and now a father? Uh, that's actually been very difficult. Um, I still feel I still get an internal pull that you know work is a high priority just because I have employees that you know have to be taken care of as well. But then, you know, I realize that cannot be my only focus. I have more important things than the the job path with me. So, you know, husband and now, I, you know, I have a huge responsibility being a, a great father to my daughter, which I, I love doing. So it's it definitely helps pull me away from the office um, to be a good husband and a father. Awesome. All right, finish the sentence. Positivity is... A smile on the face. Happiness is. Seeing your daughter in her giggles every in the morning. Life is. Full of fun adventures. Well, thank you, Jared, so much for being on the podcast and giving us some takeaways of how we can live our life more positively like you do. Ah, you're welcome. It's great fun, and I hope uh, everyone got some good positivity. Everyone can go out there and put a smile on their face. I guess that'll be the last thing that that I'll I'll leave you with is when you wake up in the morning, smile, and that smile will help make your whole day better. Love it, love it. Well, thank you so much, Jared, and thank you all for joining us. If you or someone you know should be highlighted on this podcast, reach out to me on Instagram or Facebook. You can find me, Deanne Goodman. And go sign up for an endurance event. Tell me which one you're going to do because now I'm inspired to sign up for one as well and start training. And I haven't really ran one for a while, so maybe just a 5K is what I'll start with. If you're enjoying this podcast, would you help me spread positivity and tell your friends to subscribe to the Highlight Positive Podcast? You can also give it a rating and review. Thank you for joining me on my mission to inspire and highlight the good. And don't forget to let your light shine. The world needs more of you.